0: my name is dr tk and on this podcast show we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the ceo of your business and life i am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what i love Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Q&A, also known as the Private Practice Growth Workshop. My name is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist, therapist, business coach, and so many more Things And so um, before we get started, I just wanted to, um, one, give a huge shout out to all of those mental health providers that have been attending all the boot camps that we had this year. Our boot camps are for mental health therapists who either are Opening up a private practice and or they have a private practice, but maybe you need to give your private practice a facelift. And then we also snuck in a special uh, Streams of Income boot camp where that's laid out all on my podcast and on YouTube. Um, but today is a little special. And the reason why it's special is because our doors for the Dope Therapist Academy private practice program, our signature program, it is open. It's been open since Monday and we are closing the doors for the last summer cohort effective tomorrow. Um, now, I've received a large amount of DMs, emails, feedback from the bootcamp. All of the feedback has been phenomenal, and I wanted to hop on here to answer some questions because I feel like even though I've answered the questions to the people who sent me direct DMs, I just feel like they're not the only ones that have that question, but sometimes people cannot articulate maybe their question, maybe they are feeling a little bit, you know, I don't know, introverted. Sometimes as business owners or entrepreneurs, we feel a little shameful when we need help. I'm being honest, that's where I've been um, in my business journey as well. And so what I thought would be nice is if I came over here on Instagram, I'm also going to be putting it up on the podcast by tomorrow, but I wanted to come and answer the questions and specifically talk to you all about business growth. Because that's a lot of the questions that I'm receiving is, well, if I already am doing X, Y, and Z in my business. Is DTA the right fit? Do I need something else? And so I sent out an email. It was also on my post today. I'm just going to read to you some of the questions that I've received. And then I'm also in a certain time frame. but they're in my stories. I'm going to pull up some of my students, the other clinicians that are in the academy I actually took this question, I'm gonna say to the streets, because instead of you hearing it all from me, because I know this boot camp was a little different, we typically would have like DCA students on there, um, but we've been running our boot camps like back to back leading up to the summer because we we knew we would be taking a break. And so, um, usually, um, clinicians who attend these boot camps would be able to hear from the therapist. So, instead, I said, well, let me go see if any of them want to like partake and drop in dropping these nuggets and knowledge into the therapist on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and those who participated in the bootcamp. And then I'm just gonna take those answers and copy and paste it and let y'all see their actual responses. So these are some of the questions that we are receiving is DTA only for new practices? Do you teach email marketing? Do you teach how to have one-to-many such as a coaching business and just one-to-many like workshops and stuff? Um, one great question came in today and I really wanna heighten this because it came in different ways, but this one this morning was very clear. So me and that clinician had like a, back and forth discussion in the DMs today. Um, So one person had said, you know, I already make 100K. Now I added some clinicians have said they already make 50K, 75K, 80K, 60K, just like all these numbers. Is DTA still the right fit for me? What should I be focused on right now, right? And I feel like that is a very good question because sometimes you could be presented with information and you're like, I think I'm actually good. Or the scores in day one of the bootcamp tells you you're good in terms of the operating processes in your business, but maybe your confidence doesn't tell you that you're good. That might be an issue, right? Like mindset and, or you want to move into the one-to-many space. Maybe you missed the opportunity when I was partnering with my mentor for digital products, or maybe you don't want digital products. And you're like, I still hear stuff in your community But it doesn't look like DTA will give me that. Like, let me know. So we're going to cover that. And then also just in general streams of income, someone had said, or a few people actually, I know I want a group practice in the near future. Some people said outright, I don't want one. But they know that they want one-to-many services within the next 12 months. So what should be their next move and what should they be focused on? Okay, so the first place that I'm going to start is by defining growth versus scale. Okay, And I find that people in the business space, we use these terms interchangeably. Even if you're not a therapist, this is still a workshop that I believe that you will get something from if you are a business owner or you're striving to be, right? So think about growth as, let's just say if I had 10 clients, right? And my goal is to get to a certain amount of money. Growth could mean I go and hire a VA or a part-time assistant or a personal assistant, Okay. But it also means that I am more than likely working more hours to make more money. So I'm exchanging time for dollars. Put a one in the comment box if that makes sense. Growth is you are moving up, but as your money is moving up, and this is where people get like a little confused, as your money's going up, you are growing your business. Congratulations. However, you're not getting any time back. And more than likely, it's because you don't have the boring topic in business of operating systems. Now, I'm going to go back to operating systems in a second. Scalability is you have a goal, but now you're going to be increasing your revenue, but this magic things happen called scaling your time because as your revenue and your business increases, Your time does not. Your time actually will go backward potentially or just stay where it is. Put a two in a comment box if you now understand why I emphasize most of the year about how, especially mental health therapists, this is why we offer DTA so much because a lot of therapists are making money, but that's why I do the assessment. A lot of them don't have any processes. The processes that you have running your business or running your future private practice if you don't already have one is like, I know how to do an intake. I think I know how to get clients. I've got a few, you know, I think I know where my clients at. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> right? You do your intake form. You, you do all the things related to what you've learned when you've collected these 3000 plus hours. You do all the things that you've learned at a job. You know how to collaborate. You know how to do consultation. You know how to even potentially automate people getting on your calendar. All that stuff is great. But I don't want you to hold on to some of the things that we talked about in terms of what the Dope Therapist Academy does, because ultimately, this is what I really, really want to put. I wish I could put some words on the screen if this was like a YouTube video. Think about Dope Therapist Academy as your operating system. So like a computer is right next to me. The computer needs a hard drive or like an internal board. It needs a processes so that as I'm recording this podcast, it can do what it needs to do without me touching it. Okay. So DTA provides you with the tools, resources, motivation, coaching, and community. But we give you the resources. You do have to be resourceful to be able to do things like learn how to predict your revenue for the next year and not just say, I made $50,000. Again, congratulations, and that's huge. But my question to you would be Do you know how you made the $50,000 in marketing? Do you know the average of how much each client is worth to you? Do you know the average of how long a client stays on your caseload? Do you know how many hours you actually work in your company? Do you know, this came up in the DM too. I really want to delegate. I'm making a lot of money, but I feel like my my situation is delegation. So my response to this clinician was like kudos to making all this money. You know, I'm always going to do a flip on in a DM for that. <laughs> but I have a but. But did you do the assessment cuz I also realized that some of the clinicians that saw that the academy was open and they saw that I said DM me, some people did not even do the assessment. I'm not going to do the assessment here. You you have time to do the assessment by tomorrow night at 1159. But the gist of the assessment is really assessing the operating systems that you have in place. And this is why I'm going to go to my next point. When we look at your business going over time between growth and scale, I don't care what you do for a living. Just listen up. (laughs) Okay. Like Share, invite some people to come watch this with you. Because some of y'all see you got friends that are non-therapists And y'all sitting here chit-chatting about business growth, but because y'all are two different industries, you feel like y'all can not grow together. Oh, but you can. Those are some of the best friends to have because y'all can teach each other other stuff that sound like a foreign language and then y'all can grow then scale together. That's called masterminding, right? So these are questions I ask myself right now. So delegation, before I go to the second point, if your question was, I think I got some good stuff together but I don't really know what to delegate. If you are in DTA, you need to go search org chart made simple. Start with that. Second thing you need to search in DTA, you can go to the Kajabi and type in search. You need to type time, like time audit. You need to do your time audit. Then you need to make it into delegation. And the reason why delegation is last, even though we talk about it throughout the whole program, right, is that if you don't have the systems in place, I really don't want you to go out and hire somebody and throw them into a chaotic system. Put a one in the comment box if you appreciate that because ask yourself, how many jobs or internship or sites have you worked in? I don't care if it was McDonald's. How many places have you worked in in your life where it felt like they were low-key supposed to train you way more or maybe give you more hands-on training, but instead they put you in front of a computer. Instead, they didn't put you in front of nothing. They gave you half of the job, like description, they threw some stuff at you and you didn't sign up for that job on the job description. And you like, what is this? And they like, oh, it's in the other category. Therapists know what I'm talking about. You get that job and on the bottom it said other duties. And you're like, what is this? And they were like, I don't know yet. Or <laughs> you like, wait a minute, <laughs> right? So delegation we leave to last because delegation will be easier once you understand the roles in your business that odds are you play them all. Even if you got a VA, because they're considered what's called task rabbits, task rabbits are people who you hire and they cannot do their job unless you tell them what to do. So let me ask you, if you got a VA, again, congratulations, but can you really take a vacation? Do they have projects? Are they responsible for things in your business? So for example, we're going to Walt Disney World in the beginning of July, I just told my team yesterday, because we on rinse and repeat, we're doing some of the same things over and over. And then certain times of the year, we have a break, meaning we're just serving the clientele that we have. We focus on just serving our students. So the rest of the summer will be focused on our academy students and our mastermind students. That is it. You know, so with that said, I let them know, hey, these are the things that I want to be worked on. Go and check out the systems and let me know if there's anything that I need to teach you, create a video for. What do you need? Because I ain't saying that I'm not completely available. But if I don't want to be available, I'm not available. And some of y'all can't say that. Once you leave, your business shuts down. Okay, so I'm going here. I have been running this over and over in my head. All right. Yes, yes, I know. I need, yeah, sit down and develop the SOPs. With that said, um, there's a reel that just went out at the same time of me going live. So go look at it after this live, okay? But um, the funny thing is, you know, I'm a members-driven person, which means that if we have students that keep bringing something up over and over again, and it, it is directly relatable to the framework that we teach our students, I'm more than likely going to go record a video, which is why a lot of my videos that are like five minutes, seven minutes, it looks like I didn't have on the same clothes. My hair wasn't the same. It was probably yesterday, you know, or no face at all, primarily because if y'all are saying that this is something that y'all are stuck in and for whatever reason, if it's not already in our SOPs, but we talk about it like org charts made simple, maybe I just need to give y'all the template for org chart. Maybe I need to give you a book as a reference to go read for personal development because you still got to work on your own as a business owner, right? But what I'm saying is there's a lot of resources in there that will hand you the SOPs. We had an alumni come back after two years and say, she was like, you know, does anybody have any tips or some some something, something on SOPs, standard operating procedures, for those of you who don't know SOPs, right? And, uh, you know, I knew who she was. I know the alumni, especially when y'all speak up. If y'all show up to calls and y'all speak up, I know your name, I know who you are. I follow you, I'm all up in your business. Even though I may not comment, I'm in your business. I, I see, <laughs> right? So I pretty much commented back to her and I said, um, you know, SOPs is in the, in the portal, you know? And like a whole list of, onboarding staff, onboarding clients, all of that is like mapped in the portal. And then she knew that she, she don't, don't sugarcoat nothing with me. Like, let's get straight to the point here, you know? And so she responded and said, man, I ain't gonna lie. She responded right back in five minutes. I ain't gonna lie. I just don't want to sit down and record the videos for my SOPs to hire somebody. So then it's easy. Either you don't want to record the SOPs, even though I gave you the list, all you got to do is sit down and record it to make it personable for your business, or you don't want to hire, or you can not hire, and then somebody going to quit on you. I ain't wishing that upon you, but no one wants to work with somebody else who's a C player. You want to hire A players. You want the best. You want somebody who you can trust, but you can't even trust yourself. (laughs) So let me go to my second point. This is going to be my little yacht. Some of y'all don't want to be on a a ship or a boat. So this is going to be my yacht. Okay. Who who, who would a yacht? All right. So you have the yacht and then you have ideas. Let's just say it's like, I don't know, seven or eight ideas over here. Like, oh, I want to be a life coach. I want to be a business coach. I want to own a group practice. Guess what, Dr. TK? I want to do all of this by December of 2023. Say what? (laughs) Okay. But let's just say that's your story. Okay. So. My question is going to be, and this is what it was in the DM, I'm going to slow you down and say, put down the ideas. They're there, but put them down. I want you to take a look at this yacht. And I want you to ask yourself, because entrepreneurship has ebbs and flows. Entrepreneurship is going to get bumps in the road. It's going to get holes in the deck. It's not about, and this is where some people fail with focus, it's not about you trying to dodge the the, the, the the places in the water that's going to give you the holes, if that makes sense. Your goal is not to try to predict everything that can go wrong in your business. It ain't going to happen. You're human, right? However, if you have knowledge and systems about how the operating system, aka engine, of this boat, how it works and how it was built because you built it all the pieces and you didn't just hand it off or do it half-ass, excuse my language, because you don't feel like it, guess what's going to happen? As you start to plug in holes over time, some big and some small, let me just put this down. Once you start plugging in those holes, you're going to start to learn over time, even though you may be running into the same holes and the holes may be bigger you are more efficient with learning how to plug them in faster. Well, why are you able to do that? Because you have systems. How do you think that jobs are able to employ people? As soon as somebody give a two weeks notice, you got somebody that didn't took your spot in three days. Why do you think that is? They have their onboarding system in place. They have the org chart in place. They have the training videos in place. How do you think therapists are able, as soon as a client graduates, they like, cool, wait list. boom, moved up to number one. How do you think they're able to send that client the paperwork because everything is on automation? Don't nobody have time if they're on a the therapy wait list to wait for you to make the new intake form because you never treated a client like me. We don't have time for that. Okay. So with that said, the purpose of me doing the yacht demonstration is that I would like clinicians, especially those who already have a private practice. I need you to slow your roll. I would like you to slow your roll and focus on understanding how you patch up holes. Even if the hole ain't happened yet, some things you know are going to happen. Summer is going to happen. Schedules are going to slow down. Clients are going to cancel. Clients are going to taper down in their schedules. Those things are inevitable as people become better. If you tell me that's not gonna happen, that means that you're friends with your therapy clients and that means that you are not focused on them graduating from treatment. That's trash. That's unethical. Your goal should be to help a client see that you are a piece of their puzzle to their abundance, but you ain't the whole thing. You're not their whole life. Your job is to go out there and help them get support systems. Get with some of your other therapist friends. Do they have groups? Hand them off. Put this client on as needed. So with that said, now when you got all your, operating systems together over here, now we can slowly start to introduce this other stream of income, the stream of income, the favor one. This is also called your lowest hanging fruit. Why do we call it your lowest hanging fruit? Because this is the one thing that you went to school for for all these years. And unless you don't want to do therapy at all, do not open a private practice. Unless you don't want to do therapy at all, do the one thing that comes the easiest to you. I know that business ownership may not come easy to you, but you got half of the job already done. You got a license or you about to sit for one. All right, so... With that said, if you learn how to build systems in this business, even though this is a digital product business or a coaching business or a speaking engagement business, whatever it is over here, group therapy, just like an extra stream of income in your private practice, whatever this is over here, guess what's gonna happen magically? When you go over here, let's just say we get off the ship and then you go over here. Now what's nice is you've delegated somebody to drive that yacht. So you can come over here. You can focus on building this thing and not excuse my language half-assing it again because that's what I see people do. I've done it. You want all these streams of income because the Bible told you to get seven, maybe eight, and you like, you know, I'm winning. And I feel like that's how, I, like, you know, people be coming at me in the boot camp, <laughs> like I'm winning. And I'm like, you making money, but is it showing up in your profit and loss statement? Is it showing up in your ability to take off? Is it showing up with you making money and employing other people so that you can actually scale your business? No. So that's why for some clinicians, you know, I tell them like, did you do the assessment? And if you did the assessment and you score at 75 to 100, you're in every se- section not just in blueprint, reach, automation, and niche, and you like delegation, I ain't delegating nothing. Because don't get me wrong, you can hustle your way to 100,000. Some people can hustle their way to a million. But bottom line is, if you want that time back, you're going to have to give some of that time up to someone. So think about it like this. If let's just say a year from now, you want a group practice. If you don't have the foundational systems to serve people one-on-one, and if you don't have the leadership qualities to even oversee a VA or a personal assistant or an admin assistant, someone who does your consultations. If you have not built up trust, cause that's where some of us lie, you know what I'm saying, like where we stuck at. If you have not built up trust, if you are so poverty mindset stricken, where you like, I don't need to hire no bookkeeper and you got all this money flowing in and you like, I'm just gonna do it on Excel sheet because that's a waste of money. No, if your time is worth 150 to 250 an hour, You can pay that lump sum for one time a month and get a bookkeeper to do your stuff right. So then you can go out there and make a thousand. Put a one in the comment box if I just pricked your heart with that one. Because that's what we talk about. You're exchanging time for dollars. So guess what's going to happen? You're going to roll out of bed. You're going to get in my DM and say, I want to open up a group practice. I'm good. I'm making money in my practice. I know my niche. And the first thing I'm going to say is cool. Do you have all the systems in place for your solo practice? No, I got the systems that works for me. But to see, this is the thing though. When you have a group practice, and I've had one, when you have a group practice, it's not about you. For those of you who have children, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's no longer about you. Look in your phone. Soon as you have a child, if you've got a good relationship with a child, baby, teenager, even adult child, your whole phone is filled with your child. Your screensaver is about your child. Your group practice becomes your additional tri- child. So what am I really saying to you? Do you have time to have another baby? (laughs) That's good. I ain't even got that written down. Do you have time to have another baby? Because another stream of income is another baby. So don't be in a rush to lay down and get pregnant and you can't take care of the seed when it get here. If we want to be all the way real, let's let's, let's talk real stuff here, (laughs) right? Like some of us ain't ready for that. So we'll say we're not ready for a child, but we ready for a whole ass business in which now you're going to put other people's life on the line. You're going to start hiring people all of a sudden over here and you ain't even hire people over here. We're just you and them. This is the best time to understand how you hire, how you fire, who you need to hire because it's just one and it's two of y'all. Maybe you get three people, social media, somebody, get help with email marketing. I don't know. You can take many courses and start learning some of the skill set that you'll need to have a group practice, coaching business and all these things. But don't just roll out of bed and like, let me talk to your entity structure person and let's have a baby. No. right? So I hope you all got my understanding of uh don't lay down and have another baby, a.k.a. business without protection. Protection is your SOPs, standard operating procedures. Those will help you hire and fire people. Those will help you move from growth to scaling your business. Those will help you get your time back. Those will help you get raises. Those will help you go out and make more money because now you got systems. And sometimes you don't have to think about hiring a whole lot of people. All of my systems in my business, I treat like an employee. Like one system may cost me $4,500 a year. And you may be thinking, well, that's a cheap employee. <laughs> it do more than maybe somebody I can pay $50,000. They they automate it. They work all day. Systems. Okay. And y'all got a system. It's called your EHR. Stop complaining about the $99, $50. Would you rather pay $50 or would you rather pay $60,000? One day you will pay $60,000 for a team member if you want to scale. But would you rather pay $29, $59 or would you rather pay today $60,000? You know what I'm saying? All right. So we talked about uh, plugging holes in a boat. We talked about SOPs. We also hit my third point right now talking about group roles and responsibility. So with that said, does anyone have any questions? Now's the time. You can always get in my DM, but let me just run through DTA one more time, okay? The Dope Therapist Academy is for both. You're starting a private practice. You're waking up your existing practice. What do these two people have in common? They either don't have any systems or they have systems that need to be broken down, torn apart and rebuilt again. Bottom line is the operating system that I'm giving you treats the same problem. So let's talk like psychological language, right? Most of us know for basic generalized anxiety and for general major depressive disorder, mild, moderate, severe, outside of potential psychotropic referral for medication, there's one therapy that is treated across the board, even though you can do your own thing, right? And and study other evidence-based practices. What is it called? CBT. So I always find it fascinating that in the therapy realm, we know we can take one treatment plan and apply it to multiple diagnoses, but we can't take that same mindset and apply it to our business. I can take the standard operating procedures that I created known as an operating system for private practice business owners, and I can give it to two different people, They're in two different spaces. I'm pulling up these um, what the clinicians I said, and they can both get the same results. And what I find sometimes, but you know, I don't don't highlight it, but they they see it. Could you imagine you join the DTA program at the same time as someone who had no clue about what was happening in private practice? They just said they're about to have a private practice. And then you turn up, um, let's just say six months later, and they got a whole full caseload of private pay clients, and you're still working on your fifth client out of 15. Why is that? Because maybe you're stubborn. Why aren't you joining DTA? Maybe because you're stubborn. And when I say stubborn, I don't mean to come at you. I just mean that maybe you're stuck in your ways and you're not willing to be uncomfortable. Also known in the boot camp, I talked about temporary defeat. You're not okay with being uncomfortable for a little bit of time to acknowledge your ego to know that you don't know everything. So this is what I posted in the group. I said, um, questions for potential DTA students. How has DTA helped you position your business to grow from one-to-one-to-month-to-many? I want to be very clear. I don't teach you email marketing. I have courses for that, right? But I would encourage my clients to go and invest in it if they haven't even finished their first program. OK, um, and I said, for example, have you done speaking engagements m- meeting from their niche? Because that's part of our framework. Have they been able to work on other streams of income because of their hiring systems? Have they been able to provide one to many, even just in their private practice? Maybe they want to offer groups. Maybe they went and invested in something to help them, you know, write a book. So think about us as like the foundational methods that you actually implement, implement that are working. Because I've had some clinicians that told me like, oh, no, I got the foundations. And I'm like, but is it showing up in your bank account? You can have all the tools and resources you want. You can take what I gave you in the boot camp. Some of y'all upgraded and got the private practice starter kit. It's called the private practice starter kit for a reason. It's giving you a lot of information. It's giving you all these checklists and things to consider before you go all in. But at the end of the day, you're not getting our swipeable templates. You're not getting our SOPs. You're, you're getting a lot of information, but it's not... The whole thing. I just want to be clear about that. Um, The other question was, someone said, I don't have time or the money, but I know I need help. That was something that we got. And I put, this is real life stuff people are battling with, right? Like financial hardship is inflation or just, you know, lack of finances. Um, But I'm sure someone else in DTA battled with this as well. What made you join despite life circumstances? So these are some of the responses that we received. Mel, she put she's got speaking engagements free and paid free speaking engagements led. So I want you to hear this because I do talk to them about this to a degree, especially during like heightened months, like May and October, mental health awareness month, mental health awareness month, global, all that kind of stuff. So free speaking engagements led to collaborations with other therapists as well as community Seeing me speak about my niche, leading them to call and request services. Put a one in the comment box if you can see how if you create the foundation and you're focused on what you need to grow, other things will automatically start being magnetized to you. So don't just look at DTA as, oh, it's just a private practice program. No, it's a whole business in a box because once you're in there, we do have other things that we're going to expose you to after you've completed the course. But some of the stuff that we have is like a secret society, meaning I don't talk about it in public. You will never know about it. If if the world knew about it, I probably only talked about it one time and then I shut it down to the public. Why? Because I saw the difference between the people who joined certain things that I had, whether it is a course, a self-paced course, a higher level program for the one to many. I saw that ninety nine point nine percent of the students who did well came from our program because there was no question in my mind about their back office, period, okay? Other things that she said, I still ain't done with her. She said she added group services like group therapy and retreats. She's collaborating with other therapists to do retreats. So we talk about what, is it, what has it been like for me to do collaborations with other people in business? And if they bring it up, I'm gonna tell them. Systems in my solo practice allowed me the space and time to expand to group services, one to many retreats and hiring a contract team member. And she hired an unlicensed therapist to run her support groups. She said, hashtag delegation. I said, well, come on, Mel. Bianca, she said, for the first question, I have a solo practice, but I'm in an accountability group with someone who has has a group practice. So you never know who you're going to be connected with. And because she's in that group with that person, they then use their time outside of our cause to bounce ideas off of one another to gain insight to what has and has not worked. This is why we like to have newer clinicians in private practice and existing. Y'all can both learn from each other, right? She said, I just secured my first training event for youth. The systems that I have put in place has helped me get my time back to look for other opportunities. Time exchange for money. Y'all doing too much of that. You need to get your time back. So ideally you make more money or take a real vacation. Number two, she said, I chose to make the investment in myself and my business because I did not want to be stuck in the same place this time next year. Put a one in the comment box. I don't care what your business is. I don't care where you are in private practice. Put a one in the comment box. If you told yourself that like, dang, I'm gonna be real hot if I'm still here where I'm at hell in December. I'm saying, let alone next June. Okay, so she says she didn't sit well just with having that thought, and to me, that's higher level thinking because that is where you're telling yourself, "I don't like where I am." You have to own that, and I'll be damn if I'm gonna be here next year. Because the only person you can blame is you. You can't blame the economy. Why? Because we live on the internet. At the drop of a dime, you can get another client. I don't have hours. You have hours. This is a running joke I told my husband yesterday. I'm like, whoever tells me they ain't got time. If you sat down and watch a five-hour boot camp, you got time. If you be scrolling through my stories, you got time. Matter of fact, you've been sitting with me for 35 minutes. You got time. Don't tell me you don't have time. If you can drive to Chick-fil-A, if you can send out and order Uber Eats, add all that time up, you got time. See, what you're looking at is, oh, I ain't got an extra 10 hours. Start with what what you have and where you are. That's all I'm saying. So for somebody who has financial hardship, if you like in that hustle grind mode, like in terms of mindset, I ain't saying don't get no sleep. But there was a point in my private practice career where I was like, there is no plan B. I'm not going back to this job again, because there's a whole podcast episode on that coming out, right? I'm not going back. So my only option is option A. And if my only option is a, I have to make it work. I will never be without a job. I could just go to ski row and check it out. Like I will never be without a job. And some of y'all need to tell yourself that every day in the helping profession, you can go and get a job. If you really can't stay at your full-time job, cause they won't allow you to go part time. Cause you need stable income to fund your business. I understand it. Work a couple of hours at late at night. So let me just insert this. Some people really don't know all of my background because a lot of people who came in this boot camp were hella new. We realized that out of the 600 and almost 700 people who signed up to participate and watch replays or whatnot in this boot camp, only about 120 people were already exposed to me on my list, meaning in my emails, getting podcasts and stuff like that. Some of y'all may have been on Instagram, but some of y'all ain't, don't know me, know me. And I didn't take the time out in the boot camp to let you get to know me all like that because I wanted to deliver. Right, So let me just share something with you. When I first started private practice, I want you to picture this. I was recently divorced. It was 2012. I filed for divorce in 2011. I was in a divorce 2012. I was very selective with the clientele. I did not want to work with adults because I didn't know what they were going to trigger with me when me clearing out my baggage. Know your role. All right. So what I did is I paused on working with adults. I I continued to work with teenagers because that's what I was doing in the jail. I was working 40 to 60 hour shifts. And that includes overtime at juvenile facilities for a county. Right. I did overtime sometimes at Twin Towers, downtown L.A. Okay, so I want you to capture that 60 hours. My schedule during private practice was 8 a.m. To six PM. If you know how to count, that's 10 hours. It took me two hours to drive to my job. It took me two hours to drive back home. We're talking about a juvenile camp facility, AKA they baby prison. Those are not in the inner city unless they're high level mental health facilities. We were at an OG, just regular camp. So I was all the way in Lancaster for those of you who are familiar with LA. And at the time I was living in Compton. So I got up when it was dark. I got home when it was dark. On top of that, during some of those days, I would also figure out creative ways to keep teaching. So I was teaching at Southwest Community College in South Central Los Angeles. I was teaching two classes at a time. No excuses. If I'm making an exit plan out of this job, I need to stack my coins. Now, I didn't have kids. I was recently divorced, but to me, I had the emotional toll. Hell, that ain't that's tiring. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna compare myself to who I am now as a mom. My schedule looks completely different. But because I knew what I wanted my schedule to look like when I had a child, I worked extremely hard in seasons that I could. Okay, so I was working at three different schools, three. Now, the beauty part about being a professor, you can choose what classes and what time of year you you teach. So some classes were 15 weeks. Some classes were five. Some classes were six. Some classes were nine. It depends on the campus. okay? but three institutions, a solo private practice. And then I was also doing trainings on my dissertation topic because I'm not about to let my book collect dust. I'm about to go out and do trainings on the dissertation topic that I wrote to get out of my program. So why am I sharing this with you? My private practice schedule started on Friday because I only have Friday, Saturday and Sunday off when I first started. I felt like I needed to not work on Sundays because Sunday was either spiritual and or rest day. So I felt like because I was already in work mode on Thursday, I'm just going to push it out and work on Friday. I only worked on Fridays in the evening, four hours. As I was working on Fridays with teenagers, I realized that a lot of my ideal population know who you work with. They were playing sports. They can never make it on Fridays. It was game time. So I said, "Okay, are you available Saturdays?" Then that's when I added Saturday schedule. So did I say, "Oh, I got to leave my job tomorrow?" When I join, if I were to join DTA, no. Did I say, "Oh, I need to understand my dream schedule right now?" No. Do I have to have everything in place in order to get help in my business? No. But the, the difference between you and me is that back then, eleven years ago. I couldn't find a therapist business coach. The only coaching that was happening was life coaching, general business coaching. That's the only thing we were able to find. There was not anyone who was a therapist actively doing mental health in the community. I'm not saying that that's a requirement, but I still do mental health. It's in my blood. I just do it my way. I still work with the people who come out of the prison system. I still work with juveniles so that we can maybe prevent them with the recidivism rate for going back. But I'm sharing this with you because sometimes we see the journey as I gotta have all of these check boxes checked off before I invest in myself. One client at a time. And what I shared in the boot camp is if you just see one client at private pay at least 150, if you see that one client twice, you've paid for the program. So you may be looking at your pocket saying, I ain't got no money left over. Okay. One, look at your cash flow, even if you can't do DTA. I ain't trying to like make you homeless, you know what I'm saying? But if you got that drive in you, my question is, do you have anything that you can let up, right? Not your livelihood, but I mean, we spend money on things that don't need our money. Let's be all the way real. If we count up how many times we Amazon or swipe our card online without physically swiping it, you will probably have well over a couple of hundred, if not thousands of dollars, right? So someone says, does anyone want my toddler so I can hustle? Damn, I'm inspired. Listen, so imagine that my divorce was my toddler. I'm not saying they're the same. But as I'm as I went through that season and Lord not wanting to date no more. Like, uh, oh, I gotta learn how to date and I'm 30 <laughs> right back then. Want kids, but got a divorce when I'm 30 want a family, but I got a doctor degree. So I got to make sure that my partner will accept that I make a lot of money and that I'm very successful. I'm a black woman. These are all things that, you know, people ain't talking about, but um, this shit hurts. It, it hurt in the past. So am I saying that parenting is directly correlated with what I w- was experiencing then? No, but if I look at scheduling, in order for me to afford my mortgage, pay for my car note, pay for student loans, And also deal with a hella messy divorce that I don't really talk about in public, but I've kind of hinted at it in terms of it being ugly, it being emotionally drawn out when I got to provide services to other people. And then I'm also going to teach. That's why there was no plan B. I'm doing it for me. So during that season, I was my why. Nobody else was my why. My why was me. And I knew I'm an epic therapist. I know I do therapy well in this season with this population. So I'm going hard with this population. So let me just go back here. Bianca also said, um, with her not wanting to be where she is a year later, she said, I was miserable working with clients I did not enjoy working with at an agency. I had to do something different. I chose my mental health. Listen to this. She said, I chose my mental health and it has been one of the best decisions I've ever made. So what is she also saying? DTA is just not joining stuff to get you help with your business. It's helping you like save your mental health because if you're stressing out because you don't know something, that's the definition of insanity when you're doing something, the same thing over and over again, trying to figure it out you know, on your own. And then the last one that I'll share um, just for time's sake and let me know if you have any questions. Another clinician, Dashe said, I continue to brand myself. She joined us pre-license I was able to collaborate with other therapists and organizations to do speaking engagements. And then number two, she said, I made the decision to step out in faith in DTA. Now let me give you a little background. She has been part of various like communities, whether it's been podcasts, online events, live events. She did a lot of stuff before she was licensed, but she would not join DTA. And I could have swore with how many times I saw her name. And some of y'all like that. I'm like, I know your name by heart. I thought you was in DTA already. Hell, I just thought you was missing from the coaching call. That's how many times i seen your name. (laughs) And so she was like, I ain't joined yet. And I said, well, what you wait? No." At first it was, she was getting her licensing hours. I said, okay, bet, like just, just wait. Then when she was done with the licensing hours or close to it, I said, how far are you from like taking the exam? So she was like, I'm ready. Now, timeline wise, I believe once I started noticing the pattern of her showing up for a lot of stuff, it was well beyond two years, two years, two years. Am I telling you to wait two years? No, but her situation was a little different she was nowhere near getting her licensing hours completed. Some of y'all are going to wait two years and you already licensed. You already got a private practice part-time and, and she going to come in here and pass you up. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes all they wait on is a license so that they can be official and do everything on their own. But in the meantime, this is what I tell people who are about to sit for the licensing exam, or maybe you live in States where maybe you're already licensed as a master's degree, but you're going back for your doctorate. Okay. Join DGA. But at the end of the day, you're able to hit the ground running. So she said, I made the decision to step out on faith. I met so many wonderful therapists that I now call close friends. They have accountability groups that they choose. Um, She said, they helped me get together some of my most challenging times in my life. Again, we're a family, okay? Um, DTA is not only an investment, but a real opportunity to enhance your mindset, to think outside the box. I was able to go at my own pace while enjoying life and she still had a job. So- Does anyone have any questions? Okay, I just, again, wanted to go live and share some of the things that I've been getting via the DM, but let me just run through our framework. By the time you are done with DTA and we give you a certificate at the end and you know we make it fun and stuff, is you would have created a five-year vision plan. And please note the vision plan will continue to enhance over time because as you get more clear, so will your vision. You will get more clear even on things you may need to shut down. So that's the blueprint in the blueprint. We also teach you how to create kind of like your own theoretical orientation, your framework for how you do therapy, which could lead to other streams of income, hint, hint, right? Then in reach, we're going to take that framework that you did in blueprint. And then we're going to tell you to apply it to like learning how to market to those ideal clients and learning how to say no to clients who you don't want to see. So some of you are already marketing, but you don't even know how clients come to you. You don't know how to keep track of it. You don't have KPIs. If you don't even know what KPIs are, that's a problem. It's called key performance indicators. You're not even measuring your growth in your business. Right, So reach is how do you reach your ideal clients? How do you reach for opportunities? How do people reach out to you for opportunities? The A is for automation. A lot of therapists have somewhat of this together, but the problem is you have to be there to do the whole thing. You have to be the one to do the consultations. No, you don't. So we're, we'll talk about that. And we also talk about things like how to get ethically compliant client testimonials and things like that. Then throughout this whole time, I'm, I'm kind of telling y'all to do a time audit, know where your time is because we're embedding delegation inside your brain And then in niche, we just actually talked about this this past week. We had a fun conversation about what is your expertise and your expertise should lead to something that you're able to teach. So if I put you on the screen right now and you can't teach us something in your niche, that means you're not the expert, period. Drop that mic. All right. So niche is also what other streams of income would you like to have in the future? It doesn't mean that I teach you how to launch an online course and all those things. But then my question will come up. What needs to be in place in your chip? Before you go off and add that stream of income, because once you go over there, I don't want you to keep bouncing back and forth. I want you to have a bird's eye view of what's going on over here. But if you're split between the two, you're not giving them your all. This one should be well-running. This is your lowest hanging fruit. So then, of course, after niche, we go into delegation. Now that we have where your business is going, now that we have your theoretical orientation for how you do therapy, that's what makes you unique. That is your brand. Now that we've taught you how to market, um, and you're always fine-tuning that and asking questions, we've taught you how to automate your system, how to even start hiring for other people to do this. We explore your niche and how you show up as the expertise because that's where those speaking engagements come in and all the things. Then it's time to hire. We need to literally get this stuff off your plate. But guess what? This whole time you should have been building or working on your standard operating procedures. That way, instead of you saying, oh, I really need to hire somebody. It's a crisis. And you hire somebody in a chaotic state, which means you're not a real leader in that moment. You will be hiring somebody who wants to be there and your energy will pull them in as though they're meant to be there. Does that make sense? So we we want positive vibes, right? And that is our framework. Our program is, I, I say it's through two phases, you will go through a series of five calls, blueprint, reach, automation, niche, and delegation. Depending on when you come in, there will be an orientation call, but then you kind of will just jump in the mix and kind of just ask questions. Ask questions pertaining to your business. No question is a dumb question. If you are on a live call, you have to be there in order for your question to be answered if you pre-submit it. You can also ask your question in our Facebook group, right? And then me plus other clinicians, we have coaches in there and we have DTA experts who are alumni who know our system, but like the back of their hand, everybody will pour into you. It's not just about me. There are no posts that gets no comments unless it's more of a referral. Referrals are people can post about referrals and then you you can communicate about that. So the first phase, think about it as you're learning the information. The second phase of DTA is the implementation phase. So that's why we'll say DTA is technically 12 weeks or 10 to 12 weeks, depending on how our calls are spread out. But we say 12 weeks because ideally you would have went through five to six calls. The first go round, you're going through the portal, you're doing the activities, you're writing down your questions. And even if you're not clear about what questions to ask, still come to the coaching calls or watch the replay, write down your question and then bring them into Facebook. There are no excuses as to why you cannot get this whole business in a box. There's no excuses. And if one of your responses is, I'll just wait, this is the last thing I'll say. If you're one of those people who know doggone well, you need it right now. It's calling your name and you say, I'll just wait to the next time. Well, if the next time is six months from now, if it's three months from now, whatever the time frame is, we actually don't have a date. It's not in July. I'm just making that very clear because we've been going back to back. It's not in July. Okay. So if it's August, September, October, November, we don't usually do much in December. If it's any of those months, I want you to ask yourself, what will you be missing out on in the in-between? And you may be like, well, it's only 60 days. It's only 90 days. But if your time is worth money, how many hours are you losing in money because you want to do everything yourself or you want everything to be perfected in your head before you join? Hence why we have bonuses like reframe your abundance. That's a whole mindset bonus in the Q&A portal. Another bonus mini course that we have embedded in DTA as part of your pre-work is unleash your inner boss. You need to unleash the inside of you who is the next version of you. All right, so to sign up for DTA, we do close at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. If you have questions, you can hop over in the DM. If you want to sign up, you're either getting the emails and or if if you're not on my email list for whatever reason, I would first highly encourage you to, at minimum, watch video one. Video one will set the stage where you probably will wanna binge watch them all. Video one is on assessing the health of your operating system or future one of private practice. And it's also on the wealth and profitability checkup of a private practice. Day two is crafting your niche statement straight to the point. A lot of ahas that we've been getting in the DMs about that. And y'all just overthink too much. And then day three is all about embracing the abundant CEO that's waiting to break free from inside of you, but you just won't let him or her loose. You got a problem. You ain't letting him or her lose, but you know she in there, he in there, and you just want to tame them up in a jail cell. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let me know if you have any questions, even from this live, if you are watching this on the replay or if you're listening to this on the podcast tomorrow, get in my DM. DM me your questions. Don't DM me and say, is DTA the right fit for me? I don't know you. (laughs) Like, let's be all the way real. So this is what I would like from you. Where are you at in the private practice journey? Did you just start it? Did you just open? Are there licensing restrictions that will prevent you from seeing? That's another DM that we got. One clinician is like kind of plateaued and they clearly want to have double the amount of clients, but also it may be issues with what kind of clients you can take on based on your licensure state rules. Like I'm not familiar with the state rules. Like all these acronyms to me just blows my mind (laughs) across different states. But what I can tell you is that 75% of our clinicians in our program already have a practice when they joined. So for those of you who are more in an ego state, like, well, I don't know if I need help. I already got a practice. My stuff is working just fine. If your stuff is working just fine, are you living the life that you want to live? That's the only question I have for you because if the answer is no, remember what the last person said, I went at my pace to live the life I want to live. So if your life doesn't look the way that you want it to look, then something is still wrong in your operating system, right? And guess what? If you are that therapist and you're like, you know what? My private practice is gravy. I want to learn how to launch and all those things still DM me. I'm not going to talk about it on here, but me and you will chit chat back and forth over the next night, couple days. And then I'm like a case manager for mental health businesses. I will either redirect you to something that I have, or have coming up, or I'll redirect you to somebody who I collaborate with that can help you with something that you need help with. And I don't do warm handoffs to people that I have not vetted their system. Matter of fact, any program or system that I affiliate with, and I say affiliate because there's an affiliate situation you know that happens, um, it's because I went through or used those things myself. So I don't even teach to systems in our company and in our programs that I don't use or I have not used myself. Like I still use simple practice, right? Right. I still use like project management systems. I use email marketing. I use text marketing for right now. I use Instagram. I'm an APA certified instructor, you know, in the state of California, but as long as y'all can receive APA CEs, you know, I'm an APA certified instructor. So, um, you know, just DM me and I will see some of you in DTA. I don't know what you wait on. No. You have a little over 24 hours. And outside of that, I guess if you don't join, I'll see you in the fall. Um, if you still don't join, I guess you'll just tap in on the podcast and get what you can get. That's all I can say. I know you'll get some value out of it, but I just know that you you know that you're not getting the whole you know, puzzle. All right. Also, technical glitches happen. Um, we have to watch out for that every enrollment period. So if for whatever reason, by tomorrow, if links are not working, for whatever reason, if something doesn't look right and you can't sign up by tomorrow, please DM me or click reply to the emails that you're getting and say, yo, something's going wrong with the link and let us know. Do not just not get in because we had that happen last enrollment period where we had one person say, hey, the link says DCA is closed. I thought it was open for one more day. And there was something that went on on our back page that had it shut down a day after automation, right? So we just went in and turned on a button, <laughs> changed the date and realized that it was the wrong date. But let us know if there's any tech glitches outside of that. I hope that you've enjoyed the boot camp. I hope you've enjoyed all the magical content. Comment back to me on some of those funny reels and I'm going to start posting and I will see some of y'all in DCA. We meet as early as actually next Monday. So there is no break. Well, you get 4th of July off. But next week we go all the way in. We actually have two calls next Monday. We have delegation the morning and then we have blueprint aka welcome call at four o'clock in the evening so same time i did this whatever your time zone is at 4 p.m pacific standard time we have like our welcome call um also known as blueprint i'll walk you through the back office see if people have questions alumni are also able to come to that blueprint call because that's one of the topics that people forget to go back to to like recalibrate their business and then the morning call new students are able to come to it but it's not a welcome call But some students like get the link and come anyway. That's cool. And we'll be talking about delegation. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with delegation. (laughs) All right. So, all right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Bye listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the therapists deserve abundance podcast. Now I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources until the next episode live intentionally abundant.